0: Around 60 hours, uh, I had uh, zero sleep. Like (laughs) two nights, I met sunset and sunrise.
1: Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. Today's guest is an athlete. I don't think I've had an athlete on my uh, podcast yet. And we met under very strange circumstances because we were neighbors at the beginning of the pandemic when we were locked up in a hotel in Cyprus because we had to quarantine for two weeks. So she is a triathlon athlete and she has been to four Olympic games. Three, she competed, and the fourth, she didn't. We'll talk about that. Welcome to most memorable journeys, Yulia Yelias Yelistratova.
0: Thank you. Hello. Nice to have you here. How are you? Well, in general, I'm fine. But as you know, hard situation in my country. I'm I'm from Ukraine, so hard times. But I'm I'm sure that. We will uh, survive and come back stronger.
1: Yes, so, you will. But you were telling me that you moved. So you are now somewhere, you're, you're in the mountains.
0: Yes, Carpathian Mountains, uh, one of the most beautiful places in the world. They are in the Western Ukraine. Now we've got lots of snow <laughs> and uh, amazing uh, picturesque view. Nice. You have a little boy. Does he go to school there? Uh, my, my son, uh, Artem, uh, he's five years old, so he will start going to school on uh, September. Now, now he's going to kindergarten. Okay. And, uh, also I'm expecting a baby girl. <laughs> oh, I
1: didn't know that. Congratulations. <laughs> That's beautiful. You see, Thank isn't it lovely <laughs> to be able to say it on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, Julia, we met. Do you remember where we met? We, we were. <laughs> I definitely remember.
0: <laughs> where did you come
1: from? I think you came back from Australia.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I competed uh, in Maluluba World Cup in Australia, and uh, from there I've been uh, planning to uh, to go to New Zealand and Brazil for another uh, two World Cup stages, but <laughs> that was. Uh, Maybe uh, one of the strangest and the hardest period for for the whole planet, when the pandemic started in two thousand twenty. I mean the the active phase, and uh, no no one uh, had uh, understanding on what's going on, and uh, many countries they had too many strict measures, and uh, that is why (laughs) on our Way back, we, we had uh, to Cyprus. We had to stay uh, two weeks for quarantine, locked in the hotel rooms. Yeah, but you were
1: not locked. Uh, I used to be jealous because you were at the time you were training for the Olympic Games in Tokyo, and you were allowed to go to swim, weren't you?
0: Uh, yes, uh, I, I was allowed, but early in the morning or late in the evening, uh, not meeting other people. <laughs> Be, being silent, because everyone realized that uh, tw- two weeks without training, uh, they would end my uh, career. I mean, at, at least I I wouldn't be fit again and would have to start everything from the beginning. Also, I had uh, early morning uh, running on the beach. Uh, they allowed me to bring a home trainer for, for cycling. So I, I, I did it in the room.
1: Tokyo wasn't canceled yet at that time.
0: Yes yes uh, at that time they they planned Olympics in 2020 but anyway uh, for any athlete, athlete it's uh, really important to keep training, keep training only once a year we, we can have a really sh- a short break and uh, anyway it it's better to to keep some easy jogging or stuff like that. yeah, it was difficult
1: because um we were like the normal people we were not allowed to leave the room and I found that very hard because um you know I love to walk and I I I, yes, I yes. used to walk around in circles in my room it's quite hard to be stuck in a room for two weeks
0: yeah it was uh, rather boring and also un- unusual for the body <laughs> to did be the get, same person. did you get
1: special food there or did you get the same thing that everybody got uh
0: I'm- Unfortunately, I had the same, but uh, I, I would say that the food was uh, rather good in that hotel. We, we were lucky uh, to be in good hotel. We were. Uh, yeah. And so, some fruit, uh, they uh, br- brought me also with the home training, uh, for, so I, I could have ad- additional fruit and it was uh, enough yeah. in,
1: in, in general. Now... You were in Cyprus at the time. You were living in Cyprus because you choose or you choose a warm place in the winter to train. It's not always Cyprus. You also used to go to other places, didn't you?
0: Uh I used to go to other places, but uh Cyprus uh, was uh, one of uh, uh, premier locations for my winter training. Uh I used to spend uh too much time in Cyprus, may, maybe more than in my home uh, country, Ukraine, because uh, during uh, summer period I traveled a lot. But uh, Cyprus was a kind of my uh, winter base for training. Uh, I used to come there maybe end of November and uh, leave from Cyprus uh, end of April. And sometimes I also came for training uh, on October. Okay. And for for me, it was really important to return to Cyprus because my uh, son he <laughs> he waited for me from uh, the races on Cyprus. And he so, was like, small. Uh,
1: he was only yes. two at the time yes.
0: Yeah, two and a half. This is it Yes. So. Um,
1: you came back, You, we went through quarantine because everybody thought that in a few months, you know, two, three months, we were going to go back to normal life. You were going to go mm-hmm. to Tokyo in June. I think the, the Olympics were planned for June. And then, of course, everything stopped. Yeah, <laughs> we were hoping so. Yeah. And then you actually did go to the Olympic Games. But let's talk a little bit about before all this. You mm-hmm. were born in Ukraine. Did, how did you realize that you like triathlon?
0: I'm uh, a lucky person because uh, my, many things in my life, uh, they are ha- happening by uh, themselves. <laughs> like I, I don't plan them, but I, uh, I have uh, many nice meetings and uh, uh, e- even choice of sport in uh, it came for me uh, not 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 planned <laughs> naturally. I, I I started with the dancing uh, when I was four. So since uh, early childhood, I've been doing I would say sports because uh, uh, it, it is really strong uh, uh, dancing school called uh, Sonichko, uh in my pre- previous hometown in Zhitomir and. I've been uh, always busy seven times a week with with long, long uh, training. And I, I liked it a lot. But then uh, the schedule uh, from my school was different from uh, all, all the others uh, from dancing. And uh, during one year, I had to go during the week uh, with smaller kids to, to dance. And then only... So uh, during weekend, uh, I could uh, join uh, um, my, my real group. It was rather hard for me. I didn't like it that much, but still I wanted to continue since I thought that it's only for one year. Then uh, next year, it was exactly the same situation. I decided to look for something else. And uh, be- because I was always uh, active, I, I, I couldn't uh, sit at home. Uh, s- uh, uh study at school was not enough for me <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, luckily at that stage uh, people were not so busy uh, especially children with playing playing games at computers or w- w- watching uh, cartoons or social media so it w- it was more like uh, real life in my my childhood and then uh, uh, my uh, mother advised to go to swimming pool just for fun. Mm-hmm. When I started, uh, I, I realized that I want to be a professional athlete. That, uh, that's uh, a job and a pleasure of uh, my life. So I started with swimming. And then as soon as uh, I, I tried triathlon, I realized that I love it. <laughs> that, that's, that's exactly what I want to do. So you needed like, a challenge. Like a,
1: <laughs> oh, I can see your are Your, your cat. <laughs>
0: that's yeah, he wants to play. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Tell him to wait a little bit until we are finished. But they don't understand. I have one bothering me sometimes. But it's hard. Triathlon. It ha- is hard. I mean, swimming alone is hard, and then running is hard, and um, you know, it's it's a it, it, it's a challenge. You you needed a challenge because you were an active person.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I believe any uh, discipline uh, in sport is hard in its own way, and uh, for me, I just uh, found my m- my own <laughs> what is in my heart. Especially uh, after f- first race, like for training, it it was uh, like okay, I liked it a lot, but. Uh, even I was fond of it, but uh, not, not uh, that much <laughs> as now. And uh, after first race, I realized that I want to devote myself to triathlon. That I love it,
1: it. a lot of devotion, though. It's 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 very very. You have to be very dedicated to become as good as you are. Mm-hmm. When did you travel abroad the first time to uh, an um, a competition?
0: Uh, in uh, two thousand four. Uh, in, uh, I went to Italy. Uh, it, it, it was my first race abroad and I, I was so lucky uh, and happy to to be qualified then that uh, my, my federation allowed me to go there. But it was uh, w- very, very south of Italy and we went uh, by car during uh, three days. Oh my God. <laughs> For people in the car.
1: So was it because your federation didn't have the finance. Was it just a habit that you would go by car, or was it also because of financial reasons?
0: Yeah. F- uh, first of all, financial reason. Uh, in in Ukraine, it's not uh, not so big uh, budget for for sports, and in in triathlon in particular. And uh, we had no choice. Either go by car or not, or go not. at all. Yes. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then later on, when you became more um, more active and more famous, you started having sponsors. So you were you you got to fly.
0: Uh, yes, also more support from Ukraine. Uh, at first, you have to become a champion. Prove that you're a champion. And uh, only afterwards you got support. <laughs> so yeah. no, no support to to, to become uh, a leader champion. So first you you deserve, you prove, and uh, only after you get this opportunity.
1: You have to earn it. You know, you have to earn
0: your... your uh... Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where did you go to your first Olympic Games? In which country were your first Olympics?
0: Uh, in uh, China, Beijing, 2008. At that oh. stage, uh, I was only 20. Yeah. I was uh, one of two of the youngest uh, participants in triathlon because uh, triathlon is a uh, sport uh, for, for endurance and uh, m- many athletes, they, they start their career much later. So that
1: was quite amazing. I mean, 20 to do a, a, a go to to get to the Olympics at for triathlon, that is an achievement. How well did you do in uh, in Beijing?
0: Uh yeah. I placed uh, 24th. Okay. But uh, I was ha- happy uh, a lot with that result since uh, there are 50, 55 participants uh, in triathlon in Olympics. So I was like in in, in first half. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Uh,
0: for, fantastic for me it it was uh, kind of achievement of holiday of excitement to be part of this event to, to participate there
1: it must be an, an amazing experience to participate in olympic games when you travel to yeah, these exactly. places, do you get to see anything did you have a chance to see beijing as well or is it purely um for sports that you go or do you have some time before or after
0: so for, for most of uh, sport events we we come uh, for for competition only we, we have for for uh, full focus uh, on uh, racing and doing uh, our best and uh, only sometimes after the race when we stay we can uh, see around but uh, that was uh, not my case I, I think uh, that also because of the budget we had tickets maybe not not next day after Olympics but uh, the the day after and uh, uh, the venue for triathlon event was not uh, nearby Olympic Village. And we even stayed uh, in the hotel in different places. So uh, I only managed to travel to the Olympic Village because it was my first uh, Olympic Games and I was really wondering uh, what's going on there, how it looks like to see other athletes. So for me, (laughs) uh, sightseeing was (laughs) not on the program.
1: Did you participate in the opening ceremony?
0: Uh, No, I didn't. Uh, It it was, uh, I I think, uh, in Beijing. triathlon was uh, nearly at at the end uh, of of the Olympic Games. But anyway, uh, if you come to Olympics just for for a few days, it's quite challengeable uh, to participate in the open ceremony. Uh, one or a few days before the race because uh, for too long time you you have to first go, maybe go by bus somewhere and uh, stay on your feet. So, for example, in Tokyo, I had that uh, chance, but since the news that uh, my um, competition supposed to be too soon, I, I refused to participate in an opening ceremony and they confirmed that it's a smart choice.
1: Okay because so you have never actually participated in one of the opening ceremonies.
0: No uh, no, never. Uh, first it was different schedule and then I realized that it's not
1: n- not worth it yeah, because it's it's actually as you say you will be waiting there, standing there and you will be using mm-hmm. energy that you can use for the race.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. So it's reasonable only if someone, Comes uh, for for like acclimatization and getting used to the venue in in advance, and uh, when it's still long time until the race. So you, we were
1: talking before. Tokyo was your fourth Olympic Games, and you went to Tokyo, and then yes. unfortunately you tested. Um, you were mm-hmm. not allowed to
0: participate. What happened? For me, it was kind of shock because uh, the race supposed to be. I, I mean, the race took place on 27th of July and, uh, in, in, in the early morning and, um, early in the morning and on 25th uh, late evening, which was Sunday <laughs> besides, uh, I received emails that, uh, uh I have pr- provisional, uh, suspension, not yet disqualification, but that they have to study my case. Uh, uh, since uh, maybe finding a prohibited substance from the sample which was taken on uh, 5th of June, which was uh, uh, more than uh, one and a half months ago, uh, which was taken in Ukraine, by the way, in uh, Dnipro, yeah, I t- participated in Dnipro European Cup and I took a win there, and it was my uh, third win on European Cup there in Ukraine. Uh, during the previous year, I, I also participated in one. And uh, at first, I even thought that that's because of COVID vaccine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I I, I I I was vaccinated four days uh, before event and. I tried to prove it, but but then um, they uh, explained me that it's it's not the way; it's not possible. So it meant that the doctor I started to work with uh, in in two thousand twenty one he um, he claimed to give me vitamins, but uh, he was a fraud. He he told me lie. So and, he gave uh, you
1: something that he gave you something that made you test positive.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Oh my god. How did you feel?
1: How did you feel 2 days before?
0: Uh well, uh, at least for around 60 hours uh, I had uh, zero sleep. Like <laughs> two nights I made sunset and sunrise. Y- you can imagine kind kind of shock that I had. I, I just couldn't. I just didn't eat, didn't sleep. Uh, at the same time, I, I tried to, to understand what's going on, to study my case. Uh, yeah, it, it was, I don't know, my, 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 I thought that it, it uh, would be always the worst thing in my life, the, the, the hardest uh, news. I, until the war started in Ukraine. Yeah, I know.
1: So this is the crazy thing about life, isn't it? We think that something is bad until something worse happens, and then. Uh... Yes.
0: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I I thought that just nothing worse can be in yes. my life.
1: Yeah. But you know, I mean, th- this is devastating. When you you have been working so hard, and this is your mm-hmm. aim to participate at this thing, and then two days before you are actually ready to show what you can do. They tell you yeah. that you can't, and and you try to understand what happened. I can exci- I mean, I cannot understand how you feel, but I have a vague idea how you must have been it, feeling.
0: Exactly, especially already being there at the Olympic Village. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and and exactly <laughs> being there, and also the fact that it was postponed for a year. You know, it wasn't just the, the one time you had been training twice, really.
0: Well, uh, in in fact, um, I. I uh, I would be training hard anyway, just yeah. with, with different uh, goals uh, for, for different races. But of course, uh, Olympic Games uh, is uh, the biggest race and uh, all, all focus uh, is going there. So,
1: Julia, tell me from all the places, I mean, you have you have competed in all over the world, do you have a favorite place? Is there one competition that you liked most that that you have best memories of? Uh,
0: sometimes it's it's about uh, race venue, uh, which I like and uh, best memories, and sometimes also about uh, country. <laughs> uh, so it's it's different. It's like two, two different questions. For competitions, uh, one of uh, my favorites uh, is in uh, Oatulco, Mexico, especially before they have changed the race course. It used to be uh, extremely hilly with the ex- extreme uh, heat and humidity, so it was really, really, really challengeable. One of the Hardest ever. And in fact, I believe they changed uh, the course because they realized that many athletes, they, they cannot, because uh, they can't stand it. Like, uh, literally, many athletes uh, co- collapsed d- during oh, wow. competing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like when it's uh, plus 38, humidity 95. <laughs> like Cyprus in the summer. <laughs> steep, steep hill, yeah, and, uh, on the bike. Uh, so I like that place. And besides, uh, uh besides of race course, I, I, I like, uh, climate, I like nature in in Mexico, I love the ocean. So that's one, one of my favorites for competition, but, uh, I would not, would not say that it's one, <laughs> I like to return to many places. I like when, uh. I used to compete somewhere before and then to return with pleasure because many race uh, organizers see they, they do their best uh, to organize uh, bo- both uh, sport event and holiday for, for participants, for spectators. Uh, from countries uh, also too many countries uh, that are good in their own, own way, uh, but one of my favorites is Australia. <laughs> oh really? Yes, yes. I I I like um, that it's uh, warm there. I, I like uh, ocean, and uh, I like people there. So some sometimes uh, country opinion on countries uh, coming not on uh, just what what you see from sightseeing, but also. For, uh, with the help of people with whom you communicate.
1: Oh yes, Australians (laughs) are are friendly and funny as well, good sense of humour. Yeah, and
0: they're they're also uh, very active, they love sports. Everyone uh, does sports and they they start the day so early, like uh, at 5.30, so many, not just professionals, but 5.30 a.m. age groupers. Touching the swim because uh, after they have to go to, to their job and no, no excuse, like, uh, I, I don't have any time.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know, that is one thing that, you know, people often say, I don't have time for sports or for, for, for whatever. But I think it's all a matter of setting your priorities.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. Priority, desire. Yes. Yeah, so it's m- more about excuses.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And when you are a hardcore artist like you are, there are no excuses. There is no space for excuses.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, at the moment I find sometimes excuses. Uh, I train a little bit less, but still I I love training. I'm motivated. And uh, even when I'm tired or lack of time, I I still do my best to to find this opportunity to, to, to take this chance for training.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was just going to ask you, how does a pregnancy affect an athlete? I mean, there is not just being pregnant, but it's also once you have given birth, you have to be careful afterwards, because this is your second baby. You, you mm-hmm. Your little boy is now, what did you say, five and a half? Five. Mm-hmm. Five. So um, does it... Does it throw you back? I mean, compared to people who don't have children, are you in a disadvantage? Is it? Is it? T- does it take a long time to
0: recover? Uh, I wouldn't say so. Uh, like, well, for racing, you definitely miss nearly one year. Those, those who are pregnant, since uh, I, I don't find it safe to come to compete uh, during pregnancy. But uh, for training, uh, if uh, if a woman is healthy and uh, her child is healthy, uh, and uh, she used to do sports uh, for a while, then uh, it, it's reasonable to, to to keep training. It it would be <clears throat> better for, for both mother and uh, child. So uh, during my my first pregnancy, I've been training for. The whole nine months, uh, only changed, uh, running, uh, during last uh, months uh, for e- eclipse and, uh, running with the belt, uh, in the water. But, but the rest I used to do just, um, aerobic on aerob- okay. aerobic zone. Yeah, that, that was the only difference. Plus, I added more yoga and Pilates and, uh, I started training, uh, step by step, uh, slowly, easy, uh, two weeks, uh, after delivery, yeah. uh, it, it was hard first two weeks of training, like until uh, my son, uh, became one month, months old, <laughs> it was hard. but, okay. but then <clears throat> especially running uh, but then I, I got used to it and uh, I became fit really, really fast. I think maybe three or four months after delivery, I was about the same. And, and then uh, even <laughs> even stronger. Yeah, <laughs> because think- uh, you, you have big process in the body uh, when giving birth. <clears throat> and also bre- breastfeeding was not a problem for me. Uh, uh, I felt high, I felt good. So motherhood,
1: so, motherhood makes you strong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing. So when, are, how far is your pregnancy? When are you going to give birth to your girl? Uh,
0: the uh, the plan is uh, middle of April. Oh, so
1: soon! <laughs> to, yeah, to, two months. <laughs> okay, and then when you are, then you're going back. You're going back to be a professional athlete. Are you going to continue?
0: Uh, I hope so, but but still uh, it depends not not only uh, on me but uh, on the case uh, with provisional suspension
1: can you compete was the war affected at
0: all uh well in 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 fact uh, i'm uh, i would be allowed to compete yeah but uh, uh i would say that uh, everything uh, that happens in, in our life it's for better uh, <clears throat> For, for better things, uh, I think I'm more uh, useful here now in Ukraine for my people. Cause too many people inv- invited me to to move abroad uh, and say, "Feel free, welcome to our, our houses. You can come uh, with your family and friends." So so so, we the Ukrainians we are very thankful uh, for the world, for for the support, but. Uh, here, I meet people who experienced such a disaster. They lost <coughs> they lost their houses. They, they lost uh, you know, even their family members. Yeah. And uh, they, they moved to kind of boarding school ju- just to survive because they, they don't have place to go. They, they don't have friends. Uh, they hardly have any... Uh, food and clothes and no no money. Uh, and uh, I'm more useful right here, right now, at this place uh, to support them, uh, both sometimes psychologically or with, with some training. But unfortunately, we don't have enough training bases here. Uh, so I'll do my best to build a swimming pool if, if I manage to get, get some grant. So those who hear this podcast (laughs) and can support, please (laughs) contact me. I would appreciate any support because too many uh, children here and uh, too many refugees who have desire to do sports, but no place uh, to to act it. And uh, here we are. with the support of a uh, uh, volunteering organization, uh, Charitable Athletes for Ukraine, they come and bring uh, food, heaters, clothing. We distribute this. And with the support of ACTED, uh, we arrange uh, hot lunches for them at least once a day, but but that's still significant support. And uh, I work hard now, but uh, I understand that it's so much important that. Uh, even sport is not the priority. Yeah, that
1: is fantastic, Julia. I am impressed. Well done. And you know, the way you are saying it, that Ukraine needs you. It needs your courage and yes, it right? needs your support. And um, Yeah, there, there are
0: many people uh, like me here who are giving 100% of their time to help others. I, I'm not <laughs> the only one at all. Not, not uh, everyone uh, can, can help. Not, uh, so I want to be necessary here to help us. Amazing. So whoever is listening,
1: Yulia needs to build a swimming pool and we need <laughs> support. <laughs> yes. funds. So get in touch with either me or Julia, and we will point you in the right direction. And I was just looking at the time. We are already nearly finished with this interview because uh, we had 40 time minutes. Time flies. It does when you're having fun. So um, Uh I want to wish you all the best in every respect in giving birth to your little girl. I hope that the situation in Ukraine will end and uh, people will be able to live happily again. And I also hope that you will be able to compete again.
0: Thank you so much. Everything is so important (laughs)
1: And uh, it was so nice to see you because uh, we met here under very funny circumstances. And Mm -hmm. when I was thinking, was looking at the list of people that I want to do an interview with. And you came up. I thought, I wonder how Yulia is. And I'm happy to see that you are well, despite everything. And thank you so much for being on most memorable journeys today.
0: Thank you so much for your invitation. And it's my pleasure to to speak with you and happy to see you again.
1: Thank you. If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.